This is JFM Podcast. Very beautiful morning to you. It's a terrific Tuesday morning here in the city of Jos Plateau State, and it is the 30th day of the month of the month of March 2021. It's a minute past the hour of 9 a.m. This is your favorite morning radio current affairs program. Let's talk. Now the world is uh, as it is. The world is getting dangerous day by day, uh, especially in Nigeria. We continue to see news concerning insecurity, and uh, I would say. Don't allow anyone take your dignity. See beyond your vision uh, if you don't. Uh, because we know also that public servants are here to serve the public. So as you rise in life, look beyond, look behind where you came from. Uh, keep a humble profile and never allow anyone to take your dignity. I am committed to speaking truth to power. And uh, that is why I took on this job. So with that being said, let's get our business of the day. Uh, so much going on concerning the state of Plateau. And uh, this morning, we will be taking a look at all of that and more. And uh, starting uh, with this particular article here, uh, written by architect Macham Makut. And uh, it's talking here, it's a response, actually. This article is a response. No forceful takeover of land in Plateau. And uh, we will see and would understand why this was written. We've also seen groups seek probe of bandits trooping to Plateau Reserve. We've seen a lot going on, especially in the southwest, where the herders were giving ultimatum to quit forest. And uh, there's something going on right here on the Plateau where groups are saying that it must be a probe of bandits trooping into our own reserves right here. Herdsmen and bush villagers days after bandits influx Plateau Forest. Fleeing bandits from Zamfara orders allegedly trooped to government forest reserve in Plateau. We also saw a very uh, sad one here where a, f- a market was raised. Heaps of yam tubers in Namu markets in at Namu Central Yam Market of Kwampan local government. And the governor is also uh, lending his voice and saying, giving us reason why I won't conduct elections in four local government areas. All of these issues concerning the state of the plateau and more coming your way this morning. And in the studio uh, we have with us architect Macham Makut. He's a social commentator. Thank you for being with us this morning. Good morning. Always a pleasure being here. And also we have with us Ambassador Godwin Takat. He's also a social uh, a po- political commentator, analyst and an entrepreneur. Thank you for being with us, Good Mr. Morning. Godwin Takat. Good morning. Yes. All right. Um, no forceful takeover of lands in Plateau. This is a response, Architect Macham. Why this response and what brought about this article? You see, um, if if you go through the letter, the open letter to the governor, you realize that uh, the whole the whole essence of it is because of his uh, recent comments. First, what the governor first said was that farmers carry AK forty seven. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch that. Hmm. But my concern right now is the governor going about to say that there's no forceful takeover of land on the plateau. That, I think, is unfortunate. Although he he, he is calling uh, people that they should bring 
petitions to him. I tell as the number one security officer yes, of the state, I, I think he should have better information mm. than, than, than I do. Yeah. And so, so for him to, to come out and say there's no force will take over, it's unfortunate. I can tell you a classical example, something that I didn't even mention in my letter. Second of January last year, I was in Ruku. Yeah, Ruku is in Barkinladi local government, just after, uh, you get it after 10 t. And then um, I went with the community people that were sacked as to, to, to see the situation on ground. Because when I interviewed them, they were telling me about their concerns, why they cannot go back home, and mm. government had to resettle them to another land. Mm. Not, not the ancestral home, mm -hmm. but another land. But the government resettles <clears throat> them, so the government is aware that their land has been grabbed. Good, good. And let me tell you the unfortunate part there. The, the people that have chased them away, the criminals, because uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go with, with the, the media narrative of calling them bandits. That's an act of criminality. The terrorists that chased them have gone ahead to mine on their lands, which is unfortunate. Hmm. Is that not forceful takeover? It is. It is, because you chase people away and you're mining on the, the debris of their homes. It, it, for me, it's a classical example of forceful takeover. And then you, you go to different communities in Riyom, you go to Basa, you, you go down to Barkinladi. And, and, and if, if, I mentioned something, if the governor had visited Bokos, in any of the attacks, he would have noticed what has happened uh, at NTV. NTV is just before Bokos local government. You find it while you are approaching Bokos. You find that people have been chased away for years, even mm. before Lalong became governor. And, 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 and some people, for whatever reason, Either they are, they, they've conspired with those people that have chased them away, or they are the ones that have chased them away are the ones settling there. So what you're saying, Actor Macham, is you could go to these villages and the people living in these villages are not the original indigents of that place yes and it's happening live yes you can quote me verbatim anytime well from the records over 50 communities were taken over by herdsmen from 2011 to 2015 even as recently as 2018 and so the question that many are asking is the governor unaware of these attacks is he unaware that we still have idp camps of people whose lands have been taken from them is that also a question that needs to be answered at this time and uh, let's look at the effort that the government has made to secure vulnerable communities aside checkpoints also you see um, you 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 can't take away what uh, operation safe heaven is doing they're doing a good job but we expect them to do more Hmm. Yes, I mentioned in the piece that we have communities like Morok and Ngakudung in, in Dafo that uh, they've not been able to go back, not because that they don't want to go back. You, find, you still find like five, four people living in those settlements hmm. without roofs. Oh my God. That's the unfortunate part, without roofs. Living in those places because they have said that we are going to stay there. If we die, we die. Hmm. You get. And so what they are pleading with government to do at this moment is, please 
provide security so that our people can go back. We don't need anything from you. Our people are very hardworking people. Is it the people of Riom? Is it the people of Barkiladi? Or the people of Basa? Or my people in Bokos? All we care about is to go to our farms and make source of livelihood. And we, we don't care about anything anymore. And so the number one responsibility of government is to provide security. And, and, and are they providing security? I would say yes. Are they doing, are they doing very well? I would say... No, you you understand my point because uh, if you're doing very well, then it means everyone is secured. And then this morning you wake up to reports of people being killed mm. in Plateau in our farms. Uh, it's so unfortunate. And so what I expect government to do is, government should make a public show of criminals. Enough is enough. We we should reach the point that government at this point will will, will 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 not just only catch people but prosecute them and make a public show of them. I know I know in scripture there's a part that that Jesus Christ destroyed the devil and made a public show of him. And that is scripture. And so when, when you want when you want someone to stop perpetrating crime you go ahead and make a public show of the person. But when, when, when we, don't, we don't prosecute people, when we don't give communities justice, and then we go ahead and say, oh, well, uh, there, there's no forceful takeover. The communities are just afraid of going back. I think mm. it's unfortunate at this point. All right. I think the governor should do better. Mr. Takat, Ambassador Godwin Sabu Takat. Now, let's, uh, you are an, an entrepreneur. You're a businessman as well. How has all of this insecurity affected business economy on the plateau uh truly uh you know this is really quite unfortunate what is really happening i don't know why it's always plateau plateau all the time you should know that uh, when there is no peace there is no how you can get a meaningful development Development, especially, has to do with uh, the way the private uh, individuals, you know, strive. Mm. So I think uh, a lot of things has been happening, and uh, uh, recently you can see, uh, you know, I think uh, in in Medibel as a whole, mm. just has been plateau headquarter. Is when I look at it as uh, the center of commerce. That is my own the way I look at it. But these issues of, uh, you know, men attack, criminals, bandits, and the rest. So I think it's really affecting the business, you know, uh, area. Yeah. I think without all this, uh, without uh, relative peace, there is no how people can go freely to do their business. It's really affecting even the farmers. You know, the farmers, the business people, people move around when it comes to business, when it comes to entrepreneurship. You go here and there, get things from this other side, bring it to this place, go, you know. But people cannot move. Even at, at, at times around 6 o'clock, 5 p.m., people have been, you know, you know, attacked. You know, on the, in, on, even on the express, the main road. So it's not really easy for people, you know, people are not, you can see that really the, the business uh, area has really gone down because of all these uh, situations. People are talking of not being safe, you know, even in their farmlands. Mm. So a lot of things are happening. I think it's really affecting the business uh, uh, side. Mm. So I think we really need to do something about it for people to really make 
make it in business in business all right we're also getting news of uh, a group here seeking probe of bandits trooping to plateau reserve and uh, a plateau our heritage a local pressure group has called on government to investigate the alleged influx of bandits into pandang wildlife park a state game reserve in kwampan area of plateau state this the group says would douse tensions and guarantee safety of communities around the facility um what do you make of this uh, of bandits moving in some are also saying that uh the flame bandits from zamfara uh others allegedly trooped to government forest reserve in plateau what should we begin to do about this yes uh, last week we had somebody from we talked about uh, education and the effects of kidnapping mm-hmm. and we talked uh, we had someone from the private schools and he said uh, the commissioner of education is still trying to secure the schools but uh, in our case one could almost say just as with covid we have prior uh, information they say to be forewarned is to be forearmed we've seen some states already take certain measures and uh, we know that we have ungoverned areas ungoverned spaces on the plateau and here we are already hearing news of bandits from zamfara Nasra, and other northwestern states moving in and plateau is not known to have so much peace as we would like at this time so what should we begin to do about this how should we receive such a news you see um zoe you see about security it's a very delicate issue mm. yes but one thing that we've always missed is intelligence gathering that's that's the biggest challenge but uh, you you find Akisema that Chan, do you think you, we've you find missed that it or we get the we get the intelligence but do not act on the intelligence you see our people are not proactive it's it's a big problem you see last year something happened that generated a lot of heat a certain journalist data report although although he had to he had to take it back but then the information he provided in his report came out right mm. yes because he talked about attacks happening mm. september and then the attacks actually started happening in september mm. so what did we do you see, every day, as the number one, uh, chi- as the chief security, security officer of the state, he gets every intel on his de- desk. Every blessed day, he gets information on his desk. So, so you, you ask me, what is the problem? W- what are we not doing right? Now, people are saying that uh, certain people are coming into the, the forest, the, the pandemic game reserve and then we are not we are not actually doing anything and then you wonder what what the problem is remember uh, why uh, when when the kidnap happened in zamfara what happened people came on motorcycles to perpetrate those evils so so you you start wondering how did they move gathering gathering like 500 motorcycles without being intercepted intercepted by security people it tells you that we are not really serious about solving these problems and so uh, you see while we allow the security people to do their job what i expect from a governor that cares about his people is for him to stand with the people the time for politics is over you see this is six years into his administration we 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 expect we expect action right now 
We expect a governor standing with his people. We do not expect statements that will inflame, statements that, that, that will add salt to the injury of our people. We expect a governor to come out and stand with the people by doing things, not just saying things. Why would you, why would you expect people that are paying to, 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 to send in petitions to you? What is your job? Your number one job is to secure their lives and properties. And so if you fail in doing that, you should be asking yourself a question. Mm. And another question is, uh, are there laws in Nigeria or in Plateau State to protect citizens against land grabbing? And have they been implemented? Yes, there's a law. <laughs> Uh, um, I think uh, it was uh, I, I, at the beginning of the year or end of last year. Actually, December 25, 2020, <coughs> alongside anti-land grabbing, kidnapping yes, bill into exactly. law. Yes, so we have a law on ground. And so yeah, there, there's, there's this thing we call, uh, if, if there's, there's a law on ground and it's not being used, I don't, I don't see uh, the, the need for the law. The a law is there to, to prevent people from breaking, breaking it. And so, mm. so when, when you have a law on ground and we are not exercising it, we are telling people, bring in petitions. It's unfortunate. I mean, the governor did say that anti-kidnapping, anti-land grabbing, cultism and other anti-violence related matters law is due because of the increase in kidnapping and other violent crimes in the state. He's also saying as a responsible government, we cannot fold our arms and watch our people terrorized by criminals who clearly who are clearly out to cause mayhem. So one would expect that with a statement like this, you have to go full force to squash whatever is causing the mayhem. And so what are you saying now? Are you saying the government is not doing enough and is passing this bill not enough? Okay, Zoe, I, I know you've read my, my open letter. Okay, uh, 13th of March, 2018. A person, a terrorist was caught at the scene of an attack in a That's just so to be precise. Up till today. There's no prosecution. Hmm. There's no public show of that criminal. There's no public show. And recently, the president said that we should shoot anyone caught with AK-47 rifle. Mm -hmm. I think he should be made a public show of. But we've not seen any of that being done. It's just lip service. It's, we're just playing politics with something that can consume us. And it's unfortunate. Mm. Like I said earlier, the time for politics is over. Now is the time for action. One will not be governor forever. One will not be president forever. But what we expect you is that when we look back at your administration, we will know that you really cared for us. We will know that you've taken actions that have helped our people. That's what, what we want. You know, um uh, Mr. Takat, at some point I wanted to say, it seemed as though maybe Governor Tom was losing maybe some love from his people, but as soon as they saw that he was out to protect them, I saw everybody rally around him and everybody was singing his praises just for that act of you're protecting us, we know you're standing with us. So what, um, what does that do when you look at it to the psyche of a people, when you know that your leader is for you? Because right here on the plateau, what I see is a disconnect between the government of the day and the plateau people. 
what can we begin to do to bridge uh, that gap? Yes, you can see compared to what is happening in Benway, which uh, that is Governor Tom, mm. you can see the 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 way he, he in fact right from the beginning when he came on board. You know, I think uh, Benue said is one of the states that uh, has had, you know, several or the worst attacks by militias. So I think uh, the governor is always talking about, I think, against the federal government and all this, calling for support, calling for, you know, help from even the international body. Uh, you can see recently what happened to the governor when he was attacked. You know, the people, the way the people cry, you know, the way the people were by him. You know, a lot of people were just standing uh, because he, he has been for the people always. He always had the cry of the people of Benway State. Each time they talk about, you know, it's always with them. Nothing like, when they are by the time, he has seen it. So it's always, it's obvious. But I don't know, you know, when it comes to our own state, dear state, Plateau, you know, I don't know, I can't imagine a governor saying no forceful takeover of uh, land by headsmen or whoever they are. So I think uh, such things, when people are crying, you need to hearken to their cry. Go there, I think what we, the government need to do is just to find out why, is, why are these people crying? What's really happening? Mm. Send some people to go and investigate. Know what is really on ground, just like what he rightly said. Yeah, he was there, he mm. saw it. The people he interviewed, the people they mm. told him, and he saw what is happening. Is the government really going there to do such what just what he did? That's what we are talking about. So right. we're not just saying they are criticizing the government. We're saying the right thing should be done. Let's hear what uh, Governor Lalong had to say concerning AK-47 and farmers. First of all, you must provide the alternative. You don't wake up today and say, "No, no, no, you don't, you can't do poultry." If you say you are not going to do poultry, the, those who are into the thing will ask you, what alternative are you giving us? What alternative are you giving us? This has always been my point. Open grazing is at, uh, is at fashion. But what do we do in addressing the issues? We must be able to teach people the modern, uh, introduce the modern uh, kind of uh, uh, animal husbandry and also teach them and sensitize them before they understand. Otherwise, you just wake up tomorrow and say, no, 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 you can't, you have, you ban it. It will be difficult. To be honest with you, it would be difficult to implement because not everybody will understand with you. Uh, it will be difficult to, to, to implement. And so those are some of the concepts that you see. You need a whole period, not this short period for me to give this kind of explain, explanation. It has been done before several times, that's just last year, but unfortunately, at the time that we were discussing this issue, it was towards the election. So when you are discussing, nobody will, uh, will agree. The papers will not agree. Everybody will finish you and say this. But today, we are now seeing the, dif the difficulty. We are now seeing the hazard of allowing people to be doing open grazing here and there. But they also want solution. By the time you explain to them, they also want to stay in one place. They will also want to keep away from uh, carrying uh, uh, AK-47. I'm not justifying any AK-47 for anybody to carry AK-47. But don't forget, in the course of our deliberation and investigation, it was not only Fulani that were carrying AK-47. Even farmers were carrying AK-47. Farmers were also carrying AK-47. Because when you talk about that, it is just proliferation of arms in respect to guiding and everybody trying to protect himself. We shouldn't allow people to continue to have self-help. When they talk about AK-47, I've not seen anybody talk about that, but at the time that there were farmers' assessment clashes, yeah, we arrested people. Farmers were also had AK-47 and uh, 
and uh, the, the, the henchmen were also holding AK-47. Uh, were also holding AK-47. So if you want all of them not to hold AK-47, first, you must put deliberate effort to even curtail the issue, the influx of these uh, light arms, anyhow. And secondly, to also find ways of taking these people away from the all the the, the all the the all uh, kind of uh, their all type of farming, and then introduce them into the modern system. That is why we are holding our meeting in in Kaduna in the north, and to address the issue, we have said no, we can't continue with with uh, with open grazing. But what is the alternative? That is the document that we are presenting. And then going back to our various statuses ties and begin to find ways of putting people together in one place, no longer allowing them to be moving up and down. Thank you so much for staying with us. The program is Let's Talk. We're looking at the state of the plateau. And you just heard the soundbite of Governor Simon Bakula Long and what he had to say concerning... Uh, farmers and herder clashes and uh, anti-grazing bill and all of that. What is your take on this? Hmm. Uh, on what the governor said? It caused a lot of reactions across board and it's even ignited some ire among people. So, so what do you make of this? Um, Zoe, for us to actually know where we're going to, hmm. we have to know where we're coming, coming from. from. And for, for one, to understand the the depth of a problem you have to understand where the problem actually started from and so let me tell you where our problem started from it started from tagging this as farmer harder clash mm. it is not a clash it is criminality so if today you catch a criminal with a gun what what are what is our law saying as regards that he should be treated according to the law of the land. But today, we've allowed criminality to, to move to a level that our people now, when I say our people, I'm talking about Nigerian people. Our people now have realized that criminality is a form of livelihood. And so you find kidnapping. And you find you find some people coming out to say that bandits are good people. Mm. Are they not going against the law? Is the law of the nation not sacrosanct? I think something is definitely going wrong. We have to do the right things. We, we have to go back to the point whereby a criminal is being seen as a criminal. Nothing more and nothing less. Until we do that, we will not get things right. You see, what the government governor said uh, as regards policy, I'm not against government policies. But what I'm concerned about is, is this policy going to be favorable to the Nigerian people? Okay, you, uh, the government, the governor talked about gathering a lot of uh, herders in a game reserve. Hmm. Is that the right way to go about this thing? Remember, I've come on this show several times to talk about this. For 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 agro, for agro, the best form of practice, like you do for for crop farmers, the best thing you do is you give them soft loans. 
we have the Anchor Borua scheme for crop farmers. Why not go ahead and do same for, 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 for animal husbandry and say, okay, you have your cows, just like poultry farmers mm. do. Look for a space in front of, of your house and, and keep your, 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 your animals. Either you buy a land. If you feel you, you have so much cattle that you need more land, you buy it. Government mm. gives you loan, soft loans. You, you either put a borehole and give them water. And then, and then you see the most surprising thing right now is we're talking about farmer had a clash. Or or banditry or whatever it is under the guys that that uh, people are just hiding and and that's the problem and no one has come out to do a feed meal for cows mm. none in the north central mm. that I know of mm. none in Nigeria I think mm. there's none so are we serious about this is government is government serious about solving this problem I don't think so. That is why I'm saying this is no time for politics. You shouldn't see people that are talking about getting these things right as, as the enemies of your government. Mm. We should be over this. For me, for me, I, I, I will gain nothing as a person to see Nigeria uh, destroyed or to see Plateau State not moving right. Mm. For me, it's no gain because my business will suffer. My, my children or my family will, will, will fall into the trap of, of criminals. And so when you understand the bigger picture, that if in a family you lose one person, I can remember, Zoe, when you lost your dad, mm. it was a terrible and a trying moment. Indeed. And so when you lose a member of your family, you will realize that when, when the news media carries that 50 people have been mm. killed, you will realize that it affects families. Mm. And so I want the governor or the president to think in that I mean, light. look at one of the kidnapped, abducted students in uh, college, Federal College of uh, Forestry uh, in Kaduna State. One of them, has her father has already passed on. Yes, from a heart uh, attack or so. Yes, and so that, upon that, hearing the news, yeah, yes, that his daughter so that, was kidnapped. Yes, and so that's the angle I want government, uh, governors, president to to look at. We shouldn't just see it in terms of numbers. Mm. We shouldn't just see it and say, oh, in the PDP regime it was different, or in the AP, we, we as APC we are better. Mm. We should see it from the human angle, and that is why I. I, I wrote that piece. I wrote it because we should first look at humanity. Humanity first before any other thing. Politics is over because we cannot say we are, we are, we are re-electing Governor Lalong for mm -hmm. a third term. What, what, except the laws change. But, but since we are having Governor Lalong as governor right now, we should expect him to act in a way that will please the people of the state. I am against uh, the uh, racism uh, of tagging a group of people as criminals. I'm against it. All right, let's open the phone lines now and let's get to hear your opinion. Let's talk this morning. What is the government doing to put an end to the attacks by this uh, killer herdsman on the plateau? How can we better secure our ungoverned spaces at this time? And uh, for the governor to come out and say there is no land grabbing on the plateau, what is your take on that? 09055 and four places 99 and 09. Nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Good morning, and let's talk. Hello. Hello. Good morning, good morning to you, and welcome. Is Dalio calling you from Bukuru? Mr. Dalio, go ahead. 
Thank you very much. My take this morning is on this encroachment of uh, this pandemic game without encroachment. Honestly speaking, the government should do something urgently before this thing should get out of hand. They should just go and know where these people came from and to take the drastic necessary action as to how to evacuate them from uh, such place in order to avoid anything like all this kidnapping that we have started experiencing. Thank you very much. That is just my speech. Thank you very much. Hello and good morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. This is Prophet from just south. This is? Prophet from just south. Prophet from just south. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. I just want to greet your guest in the studio for making justice to the matter on the table. You see, the truth remains. When you give a name to what you are doing, and that name does not suit what you are doing, it mislead people. I keep on... The reason why I called this morning is because of the way the guest is going about this matter. I just want to drop my words. The truth is that whenever we talk about headers, crash, with farmers, that is where we are making mistakes. That is where we are making mistakes because what is happening in Nigeria today, more especially in this north, north side of Nigeria, is never headers, uh, farmers clash. But it is criminality. That is what is happening. Because when somebody is sleeping in his house, somebody came in the night, vandalized the house, cut out the family, the children, the property, kidnapped. My sister, I don't know if farmers go to farm by night. So I just want to rest my word here. We should name, we should call a state a state. Call evil, evil. What is happening in Nigeria is the more you see, the less you understand. But I thank God because the water is passing Gary in this country. So very soon it will reach everybody. May God bless you and bless your station in Jesus' name. Thank you very much for your input. Hello and good morning. Hello. Hello. Thank you Hello, good morning us. to you. Good morning, thank welcome. You. Thank you very much. My name is Vincent Nyam. I am calling from Guratop, yourself here. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I'd like to contribute a bit about what is happening right now under the, under the covers of government. All right? Now, there is gross massacre going down under the cloud of democracy. And Plato State being a fulcrum or being a pivot, Plato State is the pivot of whether Nigeria will survive or not. And they are trying to destroy this pivot. We know these things. And as soon as and as soon as the government addressed this, the better for the souls in Plateau State. Our people better wake up to 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 to, to reality. There is gross massacre happening on the plateau under the under the cover or under the cloud of what is called democracy. I would like to call it demo, demonstration of praise. This is not the way it should be. So what we are saying right now is get those people out of Pandam 
Pandan uh, 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 Fish Farm. That place has been the most peaceful place on the, on, on, on the plateau. Even when everything was going down, that place had been peaceful. Mm. People have been farming, going to fish. That place is a tourist attraction, and now they're trying to destroy it, just, just like they destroyed already jobs. Let's call it spade and spade. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Well, I mean, this is eventually what would happen. Even the places that are safe, we eventually become unsafe. I mean, like he said, that place has been peaceful hitherto. People have been going about their daily activities. But for the new influx now of people who are unknown to such place and, of course, causing some kind of chaos there already, let's keep getting your comments and solutions. Hello, good morning. Hello, Hello. good morning. Thank you for joining us. Yes. I welcome your guest this morning. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's good for my Please go ahead. Well, uh, a very sad one and a bad one for, for our leaders for don't knowing what they are doing to cause the people's life just because of their selfishness and their own interest of pocket. You see, uh, what are the solution to this is this. The elders of this state and the traditional rulers both in the village, they have to come together and join hands together and give the governor their words so that they will know where they are going and they, are, they are know where they are heading to. Let me tell you something. Uh, from, from the things I know in Benue State, if, if, for example, that governor don't know that uh, if it's not with the people, automatically is not with the people and it's not with their government. So if they should let him know so that he will know that his people that put him there is not just for his own power or his own observation or what he knows that put him in that power, that the people can still remove him. Governor Tong know that if he's not with the people, even the Benue people, they are, they are removing him from there. And that is his father's plan. If somebody else will come and take it from them, he himself, he will, when he comes back, he will not know where to fall in. My brother, it is not good to wear a stranger a masquerade. Let them think, sit back and think of it and know what to do with Latin State and the, the problem of Latin State we solve. Thank Very you good. so much. We appreciate your input this morning. All right, gentlemen, let's get back to the conversation. What do you make of the comments we've heard so far? I mean, Platurians are speaking. They're letting us know their mind. They're letting us know how they feel about issues concerning security on the plateau. If you, if you listen to the comments, you know that our people are tired. Pained. Yes. Our people just want to see action. They want to see a government that is elected do its duty. That's all. We don't want much more. We, we, we don't want activity. We don't want fanfare. We just want to be protected. We just want to see government show that it cares for its people. That's all. And so when, when, when government does that, it will go a long way. No one will, will look at government. Private sector will work. And so people will not be struggling to, to work for government. Mm. If, if businesses are booming, why should I go and, and want to work for government? And so you find that even in the year, in the year 2021, if we're not careful, there will be farming. 
Hmm. Well, we've been warned about that uh, from the food organization. We've been warned about that since COVID-19 broke out. Food scarcity has uh, been a new word that I would say a new buzzword that wasn't there before. Food scarcity, food scarcity. And uh, we know that the middle belts, most of these regions that are being attacked and having security at the moment are mostly places where people farm. Yeah. So how about you? Let's hear from you, Mr. Godwin Takat. What do you make of all the comments? Uh, I think... <clears throat> really is just the people are not really happy with what is going on right now i think all they are saying is that the government should do the needful the government should make uh give them enable ground even if they are farmers so that they can farm very well if they are business in business so that they can thrive in business mm. they are all talking of peace they are talking of uh, the government should uh, be more proactive the government should really secure, you know, secure and give them peace. That is all what they think that they're saying. All. all right, let's look at another issue. Why I won't conduct elections in four LGAs, La Long. The Plateau State Governor has explained why he has ruled out the possibility of conducting elections in four local government areas of the state. The governor told newsmen during an interview at the weekend in Joss, the state capital, that conducting the elections could generate another round of crisis, which he has been trying to avoid, having received a security report that it affected areas were not safe for the polls. I uh, recall that in 2019, the state government conducted local government elections in 13 out of the 17 local government areas, citing security reasons. The elections were suspended in just north, just south, Birkinladi, and Riom local government areas. And we continue to see this, and uh, there is no hope in sight that uh, we would have these elections, as we can see, no possibility. The government, the governor is citing uh, security reasons for this uh, Mr. Takat I don't think that uh, reason is enough I think it's a flimsy reason that is for me you see when you talk of governance I think uh, the local government is very very important in this aspect when you talk of the grassroots they say the local government you know is always the nearest government to the grassroots so when you look at all these things i think it has really brought setback to these four local governments you know compared to the remaining 14 is it or the remaining 12 is it 12 that's 13 13 mm. those compare and see what is happening in the other local they have they are more than they have gone better than this remaining four local government when you set a caretaker or whatsoever you call it you cannot you know there are there are things these local government chairmen are doing that really touch the lives of these rural people. The governors, maybe the government cannot go down and drill boreholes, construct local routes. A lot of things that these people are doing, but these four local government have lacked, they are lacking behind. I think the issue of security is not an issue. It's just a political issue. The governor is just trying to, you know, to, to just coin it some, somehow. I think... I don't know why, but I was thinking maybe with time, the governor will conduct election. But up to this, up to today, I think that they no even expect maybe sometime this year ending, and nothing has been done about it. I think it's quite a sad one. 
So it's really, really a bad one for those four local government. All right, Mr. Machama Kutz, too. Uh, we're looking at this issue now, do you think uh, this is an infringement on the rights uh, to continually disenfranchise the people of these local governments? Are they being disenfranchised? Is security not a problem on the plateau? Definitely they've been disenfranchised. Uh, you you can you know their civic responsibility is having the right to vote, and so when you are denied that, and someone in a democracy, we have we have people being appointed as administrators in the third tier of government is unfortunate, and 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 so when when you look at the, the excuse uh, for for just not we understand. We will say we understand. But when, when you look at just uh, South, you look at Riyam, you look at Basa, it's the same situation that you have in Bokos. An election was conducted. Yeah, you, it's the same situation that you also have in Mangu. An election was conducted. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so uh, is, uh, when you look at Plateau State, is anywhere secured? In, in just metropolis, you find that people are being kidnapped you find that people are being shot at. So we're secured. Uh, I think it's unfortunate for the governor to come out and tell us it's because of insecurity. You're disenfranchising the people of the right to be governed right. You, you, see, uh, you see, we shouldn't play politics with, with human lives. So how long has this gone on? For how many years have these uh, people not had a local government uh, chairman? Remember, when, when this administration came in, they had to dissolve the elected chairman in which they went to court and, and all. After that, he, he put in administrators. And then all of a sudden, we find that elections were conducted with all the the. the Problems that that, that, that we we, we, encounter, we encountered with mm. the election, we, we 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 still refuse to conduct elections in four local governments. It's unfortunate. Politics aside, when when you, you see it makes it makes some of us wonder: Is it because these places uh, probably will favor the opposition? Mm. Is it because it will favor the opposition? All right, let's hear from the people. Let's ask them. Do you think the people deserve, you know, who they, the person or who they vote for uh, in these local governments? And do you think, uh, do you see this as any political ambition? Do you see this as political ambition being the reason why elections are being stopped in these local government areas? Is the government taking practical measures to make sure that uh, elections are conducted in these local government areas? Are they safe enough for future elections? Is the insecurity on the plateau really the real reason why these elections are not being conducted? Zero nine zero five five six and four places nine nine. Hello and good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for at the end of the day I get your call. Able to pick my call. My presenter is your friend. Thank you for calling. It is a very busy line. Uh, let me say hi to Thank you, gentlemen, for coming. I know you very well. Yeah, Please go right ahead with your comments. You. We don't have the time. Yes, I want to make a point about the issue of insecurity first. Mm. Before I come to the issue of election, I want to I let me make it clear to even the governor, to everybody in Plato who kept listening. There are two factors that guide Plato take. One, Plato takes control of the state. If you take that away from Plato, you are a man. I didn't get the first two, thing you said. Plato takes is considered as a family state. Mm-hmm. 
a farming state. Plateau one, go and check. Seventy percent of Nigeria plateau population, they are citizen farmers. Any effort to deny them from their their from their profession of of farming, they are finished plateau one. Hmm. Are you getting my point? I've got to Gidafo, I farm there. I'm still farming there. Let me tell you, some place in Dafo has deceased. If you are driving to Dafo by the right, not go in Thailand. So I need airmen have still that place. I'm telling you with authority report. I'm telling you I found them. There's an organization, the NGO organization. They are farming that food. There's still almost 20 million naira. After some news, healthmen went and grazed on those farms. Finish the whole cross. And those NGOs, those non-government organizations, were coming this thing to scatter for those who are attacked by healthmen. Are you getting me? Today, government have not done anything about it. The best we are talking about, that government reserve, which is in and the one they have in I'm telling you, Hartman have seen that place. Last last three months, NESCO staff they went for to have a damn death. They almost been kidnapped by Hartman. Are you getting my point? In the I'm telling you, the accountant and the rest ask them to tell you that that to tell you how can you go and say your tourism? Where people cannot say the best are asking the people. I'm calling the G seventeen. As far to say, governor, all this is talking in Plateau water. Let him declare fast open grazing in Plateau Six. Let him declare all the forest guards, all those uh, what you call them that were created by national. Thank you so much, Saloki, Voice of the People. We appreciate your inputs this morning. Well, let's get back to the conversation, uh, talking about the local governments. And uh, are we also saying uh, that, you know, these local governments will not have any leadership okay. Okay, Zoe, let from me, now le- Let me ask you this. Until this administration is, is, is over. Didn't we conduct presidential elections in those local governments? Hmm. We conducted. Pertinent question. Yes. Was election uh, not conducted in Meduguri? Was conducted. Mm. I think it's just a political and excuse. And even the governor has come out severally to say there is peace on the plateau. <laughs> he has come out severally to say that. But I want to talk about something. What is the effect of uh, this? Of this, uh, the governor saying that farmers also carry AK-47 because he's the governor of the state. For him to go out there nationally, globally to say this, I mean, and then at the same time, uh, we've heard that if anyone is seen with AK-47, they should be shot at sight. I was surprised that some people haven't, some farmers at least, haven't been caught with AK-47 and paraded for the world to see. Zoe, is it part of our law for for a farmer to carry AK-47? No. Is it part of our law for a herder to carry AK-47? No. So if you see me with an AK-47, that is not right license. AK-47 is an assault rifle. So, so it's not meant to be carried by anyone that is not a law enforcement agent. And so if you see me with an AK-47, then I am going against the Nigerian law and I should be prosecuted. And so a farmer should not be tagged as carrying AK-47. Only criminals carry AK-47. And so if today a governor is saying that I, as a farmer, because I'm a farmer, Mm. I, as a farmer, I carry AK-47, it's unfortunate because I've, I've never carried one. I only see them in movies and with security agents. And so when 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 you So do you agree with the governor that farmers on the plateau carry AK forty seven? It is 
a wrong and an unfortunate statement. Mr. Even Thomas. if he means just North Central mm -hmm. or the Northern region of Nigeria is unfortunate. All right, let's get to our feedback handle. Samuel Palm is saying, there is no reason why elections should not be conducted in this 4LGA. Is it insecurity? Was general election not held in 2019? May God touch the hearts of these leaders to always see the need to do the right thing at the right time. Slim J is saying about insecurity on the plateau. I did not see anything that the governor is doing and his cabinet because insecurity is all over plateau state and I did not hear anything that the governor is saying about insecurity. Look at Genta cultists everywhere killing people. Slim J is also saying let the government do the needful. Uh, please, one is no longer safe in this country. Let them not forget about their campaign promises. Next year's campaign, let them know. Let them not promise us what they will not be able to do. Well, it is up to us also to choose uh, the people who have the right uh, uh, criteria also to do the right thing for us. It's no more about party as a lot of people uh, have been you know, bringing our awareness to that. And on Facebook, Emmanuel Wakili Izang is saying, uh, platoon, only God that can save us. Uh, Linus Davo, if he likes, let him not conduct the elections. After all, he's not destined to be permanent governor of the state. God will please answer the cry of of the people and Samuel Nandom good morning everyone in the house this government must wake up to face reality as it comes if not we will cry one day well we already are crying Dagams Daliop is saying the issue on the plateau is only God that can save us well 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 it's like someone has sold our dear state Gaskia this government sh uh, sounds awkward how did we get to this point God bless the governor of Benway state for standing for the truth and his people Kanayo Joseph is saying good morning uh, the state governor has absolutely failed in the dispensation of governance on the plateau. I have lost hope on him. Shadrach Dabeng, we should have conscious as elected, we should have conscious elected leaders because in any rumor there is an iota of truth. Let's not allow this killer herdsmen invade our states. God bless plateau and Nigeria. Olubu Bay is saying, when are we going to have a leader for God's sake? Lord, come to our aid. Moven Daniel, all these blind eyes the governor is turning, all the pain of the people's citizen. God will shame him, trying to mortgage our future and our land for his eye service to the president. Let him not forget he will soon leave his seat and face reality. This is coming from Moven Daniel. Olubu Bay, Sams Nandom is saying, I wish really Plateau got it right, but Plateau will rise again. Whatsoever his reasons are for not conducting election in all the four LGAs is not good reason enough not to conduct election. Joro Gyang Johanna, I'm having problem with how Nigerians misuse the word clash because actually this so-called herdsmen or bandits attackers and uh, farmers killing them, you call it clash? Clash is when both parties are aware and ready for the worst. But being in my house, you come and attack me, rape my daughters and then call that clash? Please. And Ezra is saying the governor is perpetually betraying Plateau people. He should look at himself in a mirror and tell himself he has failed and Plateau people are not happy with him. His counterpart or Tom is talking and behaving in the defense of his people. Good morning says Raz B. If you are the if you are an indigenous of Plateau, you should have Plateau in heart. I thought whoever will come to power will take the good steps forward, started by the former governor, but seriously, they have failed us. And so many more comments to go, but we leave it right here. This is an ongoing conversation. You can uh, please go right now to our feedback handles and continue uh, the conversation on Facebook. is www www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss, Instagram and Twitter at JFM Joss. Last words from you, gentlemen. Uh, um, my, my, my last um, 
comment will be that governance is all about the people. Mm. The governor should look at that very seriously. All right, Mr. Takat. Yeah, the governance is all about bringing happiness to the people. So I think the government need to put more effort to make sure our people are happy and living peaceful with each other. Mm. All right, thank you all so much for being part of the program. Uh, shortly now, news top of the hour will reach you. And after that, next is the midday show with Ogi Digbo. With that being said, keep your dial locked right here. Good morning to you once again. Have a Corona free Tuesday. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.